Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday. Matter of fact, it's an exciting Friday for me. Jetty, my nine-year-old, gets to finish up his soccer season for the winter. They have one in the spring, too, but he's in the winter winter months. We're just fin- I guess it's called the fall season. We're finishing up the fall season. Tonight's his last game. We're going to have a party uh, afterwards. And and to me, that's exciting. You know, I had somebody call me yesterday and said, Troy, I'm thinking about joining your team, but do you really promote family? Because I've been in companies where they yell at you. And I said, no, man, we are all about family. I don't mind taking time off, period, for family. I believe that, now this is just my belief, but when you're walking in the path that you've been called to, when you know your why, then God's going to open doors for you. And we just keep getting doors and more and more doors open. We're excited about that. So uh, this is going to be fun tonight. We're going to have fun. Hopefully I can get the family talked into getting my Christmas decorations put up. i got Christmas lights out by my desk now. i got Christmas lights out in my den. I'm having a good time. But I want to see those Christmas trees up, doggone it. And the girls have been so busy this week. Uh, it's just something else. Hey, good news. Dalton is back home. I think I said this yesterday. He's back at Cape May. It looks like their house is fine. A little bit of damage, but nothing major. Electricity's on. The base is rolling. They are rocking, so that's good news. We're finishing up Simon Sinek's book today, Start With Why. Uh, we'll be updating the website. You can go to the uh, beachsideceo.com. Be able to tag in over there, see everything we've got. We'll be putting up all of our sponsors uh, of our radio show. We're so excited. We've got some great sponsors, Vima, 2110, Ristelli Direct, uh, Cashew, Limu, uh, Longevity, uh, just some awesome companies that we've been able to team up with this year that we get excited about. Uh, we've got Orrin Woodward and Life and, and some of these great guys and gals, and it's just a blessing, I'll tell you what. But Chapter 14, the new competition. If you follow your why, then others will follow you. Prime example of this, I think, is... Some of the the powerful televangelists of the 1980s. Now you may be saying, "Oh my gosh, Troy, here you go again down this rabbit trail." No, seriously. I remember my mama walked into church in the 70s. Jimmy Swaggart was the one doing the preaching and the and the and the piano. And I know how it affected her life. He knew his why, and he was going around and he was preaching. Sadly, by the 1980s. He'd lost track of his why, and it was about the money and the prestige and the fame. Jim Baker started off wanting to change the perception of the world about Christianity. Wanted to be, really, maybe maybe the first real pastor focused on church for the real world. But he lost his focus on his why. We can take it to the business world. And you can look at Tyco, <clears throat> MCI, Health South, Enron, Stanford Financial, Madoff even. These are guys that wanted to change industries. Somewhere along the way, they forgot their why. And take to the sports arena. Lance Armstrong, it seems, from based on current news, lost his why along the way. When you lose your why, people stop following you. But when you know your why and you follow your why, then people follow you. This is a great story that Simon uses. He says, bang, 
The gun fires. The race is on. <clears throat> the runners are off across the field. It rained the day before, and the ground is still damp. The temperatures are cool. It is a perfect day for running. The line of runners quickly form a pack. Like a school of fish, they come together as one. They move as one. The pack sets the pace to maximize their energy for the whole race. As with any race, in a short period of time, the stronger ones will start to pull ahead and the weaker ones will start to fall behind. But not Ben Coleman. Ben was left behind as soon as the starter gun sounded. Ben's not the fastest runner on the team. In fact, he's the slowest. He has never, ever won a single race the entire time he's been on the Hannah High School cross-country track team. Ben, you see, has cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is a condition often caused by complications at birth that affects a person's movement and balance. The physical problems endure for a lifetime. A mishappened spine creates a twisted posture. Muscles are often withered and motor reflexes slow. Tightness in the muscles and joints often affects balance. Those with cerebral palsy often have an unsteady gait. Their knees knock, their feet drag. To an outsider, they may seem clumsy, sadly even broken. The pack pulls further and further ahead. When Ben falls farther and farther behind... He slips on the wet grass, falls forward onto the soft earth, slowly picks himself up and keeps going. Down he goes again. This time it hurts. He gets back up and he keeps running. Ben won't quit. The pack is now out of sight and Ben is running alone. It's quiet. He can hear his own labored breathing. He feels lonely. He trips over his feet again and goes down. He goes down yet another time. No matter his mental strength, there is no hiding the pain and the frustration on his face. He grimaces as he pulls all of his energy to get back on his feet and continue running. For Ben, this is just part of the routine. Everyone else finishes the race in about 25 minutes. It usually takes Ben more than 45 minutes. When Ben actually finishes the or crosses the finish line, he's in pain and he's exhausted. It took every ounce of strength that he had to make it. His body is bruised and bloodied. He's covered in mud, but Ben inspires us indeed. But folks, this isn't a story about when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. This isn't a story about when you fall down, pick yourself up. Heck, we all know those lessons. We've learned them. We don't live them all the time, but we've learned them. We sure don't need another one to teach us that. And I'm sure there are dozens of others we could look at, like an Olympic athlete, for example, who just this year didn't have any legs and was out there running, or suffered an industry just months before and then came back to win. But this lesson goes deeper, much deeper. See, something amazing happens after about 25 minutes. When everyone else is done with their race, everyone comes back to run with Ben. Ben is the only runner who, when he falls, someone else is there to pick him up. Ben is the only runner who, when he finishes, he has a hundred people running behind him. What Ben teaches us all is very special. 
You may want to write this down. But when you compete against everyone else, no one wants to help you. But when you compete against yourself, everyone wants to help you. See, Olympic athletes don't help each other. They're competitors. Ben starts every race with one very clear sense of why he's running. He's not there to beat anybody else but himself. See, Ben never loses sight of that. His sense of why that he's running is what gives him strength to keep pushing, to keep getting up, to keep going. And he does it again and again and again because he always sets out to beat his own record, to beat what he did the time before, to beat himself. This is what it's about. Let's bring it back home to business. Think about how we do it. We're always competing against someone else. We're always trying to be better than someone else. Better quality, more features, better service, better price. We're always comparing ourselves. Crying out loud, we did. Oh, man, that, that girl, she doesn't look as good as this girl. That guy doesn't look as good as this guy. Or, or It goes on and on and on and on and on. It gets boring, it gets tiring, and it sucks. What about if we start competing against ourselves? If we stop this this continual stuff that we're we're doing, where would we be? What could we do? That's the question. No one wants to help us when we're out there as competitors. What if we showed up to work every day simply to be better than ourselves? What if the goal was to be better at work this week than we did last week? What about to make it a better month than last month? What about for no other reason than we just want to leave an organization in a better state than we found it? What about if we just want to leave the earth? I'm not talking about some of this stuff I don't understand. I'm saying what about if we would really want to build it and build it right? And we want to leave this place better than we brought it in. What if? What, what if? Think about it. See, all of us, whether we're individuals or an organization, start with why. But only a few, only the great ones, keep their why clear year after year. We have to learn how to do this. I don't care what age you are. See, those who forget why they were founded show up for the race every day to outdo someone else. I don't care if your company's just launching or you're 35 years old. You better keep your why at the forefront of everything you do. I don't care if you're a veteran in network marketing listening today or brand new. You better get your why. And I mean know it at the core of your heart. It's not about money. It's not about toys. It's about you. What is your true why? Don't placate it. Don't pussyfoot around on it. What is it? It's got to be so deep and so ingrained that hell or high water, you're going to accomplish it. Those that forget their why, those that forget why they were were founded, show up at the race every day to outdo someone else instead of themselves. Sadly, the pursuit for those who lose sight of the why that they're running the race it's for the for the medal or to beat someone else. 
for 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 your revolution or your movement to grow it can't be about beating someone else it's got to be about becoming someone else becoming a better person than you are today pursuing the goals that you set for yourself the objectives to to help make other people better than they are today every day that i get up it's not about me being at the top of the leader's bulletin at Ocean Avenue. It's about how many people can I help get there. Ken Dunn and Fred Nino never have to worry about me cross-recruiting. My whole deal is I'm trying to get other people's people in. I do three-way calls with my teammates. I really do believe this stuff. To me, this isn't just <clears throat> some some cockamamie theory that Simon Sinek wrote. I've been living this for most of my adult life, he just put it in writing. This is the cool thing about this. I can tell you it works. I've got hundreds of people making millions of dollars in network marketing, and part of it is because I've supported them and, and given them platforms and praised them. <laughs> now the funny thing is here I am trying to build my own business, and they're happy in other places. And you talk about just ironic but you know what? The people that are going to be on my team are the people God's bringing to me. People listen to this radio show are the people God wants listening to. Yeah, I know. This is my belief, not yours. But see, I know my why. Do you? See, what if the next time someone asks you, who's your competition? You replied, I don't have an idea. What if the next time somebody says, well, what makes you better than your competition? You reply, we're not any better than them in all cases. And what if the next time somebody asks you, well, why should I do business with you? You answer with confidence. Because the work we're doing now is better than the work we did six months ago, and the work we're doing now or in six months will be better than what we're doing now. It's because we wake up every day with a sense of why we come to work. We come to work to inspire people to do things that inspire them. And we are better than our competition. Yeah, there you go. See, if you believe what we believe, you believe that things that we do can help you. And when you do that, then this is the right place for you. And if it's not, you need to go somewhere else. See, my team, they know. Our, our team is called Team Celevita. And Celevita in Latin means celebrate life. And my family, we're about celebrating life. And the people that get on our team need to be about celebrating life. The people in network marketing should be about celebrating life. It shouldn't be about my product, your product, my comp plan, your comp plan. I just don't like that crap. So I don't get into it anymore. It's like, hey, they may have a better comp plan. This is not about a comp plan. I think we got a pretty cool comp plan, but this is about, str this is about culture. It's about knowing your why. I'm looking for people, and you need to be looking for people to stand shoulder to shoulder with you in your pursuit of why. You've got the same goal. The same end goal should be the same on your team, not to be number one, but to change people's lives either through health, through financial services, through, through financial freedom, whatever the heck it is. That's when the how and the what comes to follow. But you always start with the why. 
think about this. Just imagine every organization starting with a why. Decisions would be simpler. Loyalties would be greater. Trust would be more current. Our leaders, if they were just diligent at starting with why, the optimism would range and innovation would flourish, just thrive. But it all starts with you. You've got to do it. You've got to decide. Do you want to be part of the movement? And if you do, then you've got to share your vision. See, this is what just burns my butt with some preachers. They go out there and they get a lambskin, slap it on their wall that says, Hey, I've passed my theology classes. You get some MBA that gets his lambskin, he throws it up on the wall that says, I've got my MBA from Harvard. You want to know what? You get some doctor that gets all his stuff together and becomes a specialist, throws all of those signs up on the wall that says, I'm a specialist, and they all three have the same problem. They don't know their why, they can't inspire people, and they suffer. If you want to be part of the movement, then you've got to share your vision with the world and inspire them. And you start at home. You start with your family. You start with your community. See, before any person or organization can take the steps necessary to be the leader... We all first have to agree on a definition of what a leader is. You may be saying, well, Troy, I'm a leader or I'm not a leader. I don't know if I'm a leader. Leadership is, is decidedly more human than what most people think. See, being a leader requires one thing and one thing only, followers, constituents that are going to be there. A follower is someone who volunteers to go where you're going They choose to go not because they have to, but because they want to. They're not incentivized. They're not threatened. They just want to be hanging out with you. So the question you've got to ask is, why would anybody follow you? See, if you hope to assume the responsibility of leadership, then you've got to understand that it's a responsibility that is given, not taken. You've got to act. You've got to speak in a way that will inspire people to no end. This is is what you've got to realize. No one leads a company. This one will throw some of my CEOs that listen in. You can run a company because it's a legal entity. You can manage the organization, but you can only lead people. I'll tell you three guys that I know, four, that are perfect at this. VK Breco leads by the by by the field. He he knows he's got to lead people. Gary Racer leads people. Somebody else runs his company. Steve Wallach leads his people. It's beautiful to watch the way he does that. And Richard Brook leads his people. This stands out. This is what causes people to say, I'm in. 
This is what you've got to do. When you inspire people, you become the leader you want to be. It requires two things. And and it's tough to understand them all sometimes. But just imagine that we're out on a boat tour with people, this whole group of strangers. The boat gets deserted on a on a on a or stranded and deserted island, kind of like Gilligan's Island, you know. We all are sitting around. Some people are freaking out. Some starts to form little cliques. Then suddenly, one person stands up and says, "I will lead." And like social animals, because we've read Seth Godin's book Tribes, we all say, "Great, we got a leader now." One person raises their hand and says, "Well, let's light a fire." Another person says, well, "We can we can go out and look for food." Another one says, "Let's build a shelter." Leader says, "Man, these are all great ideas. Now let's take a vote." Another person gets up and says, "As we were coming ashore, I saw some masts and clouds out on the west side of the island. There may be a fishing village over there, and if we can get there, we can get help." We're going to have to go through the thick woods, and I can't do it by myself. So if anyone wants to join me, I'd be grateful. What do you think would happen? Would they stand around taking a vote on what to do, or are they going to follow somebody that's got a plan? See, we got to keep in mind. Leaders lead. Managers manage. All leaders need two things. They have to have vision, a vision of the world that does not exist, a vision that will inspire other people to follow it. And they must have the ability to communicate that vision. If they don't, they'd just be sitting around taking a walk. We've got to be willing to see things differently, go against the status quo, we got to be able to fight upstream like a salmon. As the old Star Trek, we got to go where no one's gone before. When we do that, we will, we will change people's lives. We'll inspire them to change. There's plenty of us that have the gift of gab, the amazing ability to communicate, but absent a, villi- a, a vision... We're just great communicators, not leaders. Ronald Reagan was a leader. There's no rousing speech that needs to be said. No sweating from the stage. We just need to inspire the heart. Leaders require a vision that the world does not yet know and the ability to communicate it. That vision comes from our why. In closing out this series, leaders don't have to have all the great ideas. They just got to provide the support for those who want to contribute. Leaders achieve very little by themselves. They just inspire people to come together to do the good. Leader never starts with what needs to be done. A leader starts with why it needs to be done. That's what sets leaders apart. That's what sets people apart who know their why. 
I challenge you all, no matter how young, how old, how intelligent, how how dumb, it's all about your why. And it's time to start today. Next week, we're starting a new book. We're going to keep going down the theme a little bit of, of, of building. This is the third, fourth quarter. I want you guys to get ready for next year. The most important minute in your next network marketing career, knowing what the most important minute is and how to use it will make you more money faster in your home-based business. I truly believe that. And when we're focused on why, now we're going to focus a little bit on the how because I think a little bit of the how needs to come into play here. Folks, have an awesome, awesome weekend. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful down here on the coast. Please keep everybody on the East Coast in your prayers. Sandy has ruined the lives of several million people, and it's close, so close to the winter months, so close to Christmas time. I've got good friends back there that are without energy for up to a week. We just need to pray for them so that we can make sure everything is taken care of. Let's pray next week. We got votes coming in for the election. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you sit on or if you're straddling the fence. I hope you don't get a sore crutch. Whatever you do, let's pray that we all go out and, and use our right to vote and vote our hearts. That's the key. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO, heard on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.